This is Stanley bringing you the sound doctrine of the Bible. Under God, I conducted sound doctrine seminars in 1997, 2007, and 2012. The talks of these seminars are now made available to you in segments of 10 to 15 minutes each. They are for your enlightenment and edification. We continue from what we saw in the previous segment. We should always interpret the Bible contextually. That is the next point I want to spend some time on. I can think of five circles of context which I would uh, as quickly as possible explain before we come to the close of this session. Number one, the immediate context. That is the words below or above are the words within that verse that is called the immediate context let me tell you friends it is dangerous there is no other word so I have chosen that word it is dangerous to take a text out of its context Take for example, John 6 and verse 53. Now you please read from 53 to 63 later on, but just a few verses here. Most assuredly I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. See, Roman Catholics understand this as bread and wine served in communion. And some of the Roman Catholic Pentecostals also follow that. But what does this passage say? No reference to the elements used in communion. Flesh means the words of Christ. And blood means the life or the spirit of Christ. That's what we read in verse 63. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are the spirit and they are the life. And if you read the entire passage, Jesus was speaking about manna that poured from heaven. And at the end of that conversation, because many people went away from him, that they misunderstood. They thought Jesus was talking about cannibalism. For Jewish cannibalism is intolerable. From that moment, many of them did not walk with him any longer. They walked away. So from that time, many of them left him. Jesus was a very humorous person. He did not say, hey, please go and get those people back. He said, Come on guys, do you also want to go? Peter got the answer. He got the answer and the meaning for the word bread or the flesh and the blood. Where shall we go, Lord? You have the words of eternal life. So when you read the whole passage, you find Jesus was speaking about the words that he spoke through the Spirit. That's it, nothing more. 
without this understanding roman catholicism until this day is conducting mass they say that this becomes the actual bread and the bread becomes the actual flesh the literal transfiguration so when you take it you get life then a man is dying please pour it into his mouth and push it into his mouth so that he'll go to heaven <laughs> that some of the csa people anglicans also have believed it and once the anglicans believe it pentecostals also will believe it. see he puts the wafer here i don't know is it so heavy what happens <laughs> this is bread it's a wafer you can either buy it here or you can buy it in the market or you buy it in madras els opposite government hospital anywhere you can it was part of a regular meal in that meal first item jesus took the bread and broken gave and then they continued to eat the other bread it has become so ritualistic we have been using certain favorite texts so many times out of context that we finally forget the original context of that text now i will give two examples for that philippians chapter 4 and verse 13 i can do all things through christ who strengthens me now this is a good text i love this text whenever we feel weak or intimidated or we feel inefficient or insufficient for the task we invariably quote this text this is a very very good application but the primary application of the text is something different you know what it means i can do all things through christ who strengthens me i can manage without within my income without borrowing that is the meaning now that is the meaning of the text now you read that in verse 12 i know how to be abased i know how to abound everywhere in all things i have learned both to be full and to be hungry if my income is 2000 rupees if i am able to manage within 2000 rupees that means that verse is fulfilled in my life managing within income without borrowing that is the meaning of philippians 4:13 every other person fails here and quote the text for something else everybody goes for borrowing they say i can do all things even overdrafting from bank i can do i can do all things <laughs> so you see that when a text is too often used out of context it loses its original meaning completely now another example is hebrew 13:8 hebrews 13:8 jesus christ is the same yesterday today and forever we say that when we stand before a demon possessed man and we say that when we stand before a terminally diseased person and we say that when we are about to offer prayer in a healing situation nothing wrong in using it in such situation but that is not the primary purpose or the primary context of that verse now read 8 and 9 together Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever So don't be carried about with various and strange doctrines 
It is good that the heart is established by grace, not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. In other words, Jesus Christ is the same, therefore don't go after strange doctrines. So Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever is essentially for a context of sound doctrine. Staying stabilized and established in sound doctrine. Because many people shift doctrines every year. So the author says, see, Jesus is not keeping on changing like that. So you just follow Jesus. Stick to the doctrine that you have learned from the Lord. Stay there and don't be just oscillating. That is the mean. You see, taking a text out of context is a pretext. Now if I just keep on giving you the texts which are normally taken out of context in Christian circles and ministries today, it may be as if your own faith will be shaken. If you shake a tree, there can be two reasons, either to pull it out or to deepen the roots. Anything that I will do by the grace of God, with the help of God in this program, if it shakes your faith, believe me, that is to deepen your faith. Because if I don't shake you now and deepen your roots, your tree will not stand the torrential rain that is about to come tomorrow to the church. So it is with that intention and with that constructive intention that I have prepared these studies. We'll continue our study in the next segment. God bless you.